Hello. Can you guys hear me? Is this thing on? Is this thing on? <laughs> okay, nobody said anything, so I was like, uh, <laughs> I to, it's I broken. What's up? What's up? Awesome. What's, up What's up? What's up? Not much. Stuff. Are we live? We're live, yeah. Alright. Oh. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Oh, so right. tell us? <laughs> I mean, why would I be telling you to hush? I could just mute you if I just, yeah. That's true. I'm extra orange in this lighting situation. <laughs> yeah, you right. are. I am. The, the nope. Don't. Streamer in chief. <laughs> <laughs> Saw it coming. Yikes. Like a yeah. freight train. Oh, <laughs> hey, look at that. Here it comes. How's everybody's week been? Uh, I don't know. It's just Wednesday. Uh, it's oh my god, we did this last time. <laughs> did we? It's been a week uh, since they've watched Wednesday. you talk live. So uh, how how has the week? How has the last seven days been? I see. I see. That's usually uh, what a week's called. Well, you know what? My week resets every Monday, Sunday technically, but like when the week starts. So I don't think about last week. When somebody says, "How's your week gone?" I don't think about last week. Does that make sense? Sure. Right. How's your so, week? So far, how's your week so far, then, Ben? My week so far, it's been very relaxing because there's no school tomorrow, so I'm I'm just sort of like coasting, just working and not 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 studying, not getting ready for school. I'm gonna do some yeah, paper yeah. grading in, in place of going to school and getting ready for the big big my big Saturday. Saturday's gonna be insane. Yeah, it is. So, well, more on that later. Right. Are you doing anything earlier that day, or are you just talking about all day? I have two signings that day. Oh, shit. I have to go to St. Charles, then I have to go to Apotheosis, then I have to go to the Twitch thing, then I'm going to the party afterwards. When yeah. does Apotheosis end? Five. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah be I'll just be in costume all day, uh, and I'll just go from one thing to the next. Oh, no, it's all, Ryan, we won't be in costume. It's all oh, lined up. I'm working on it. Wait, yeah, you are? All, you won't be in costume. I'm going to be the asshole that shows up not in costume. <laughs> Time to dig out my old Punisher shit. Surprise. Yeah, man. Ryan, how's your week been? I gun there, but... <laughs> Ryan, how's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty good so far. Um, I was a little sick yesterday, but I've been... Uh, and I didn't... Actually, it hasn't been good because I didn't get to do couch co-op on Monday because my computer was messing up. And I was sick yesterday, so... So you didn't um, do couch or tuner. Didn't do a- dick. <laughs> You play League nope. of Legends, which I guess is dick. Yep. Yeah. Hi! Well, I, I played that for about an hour, and then... Um, Jesus, how about you not do that? <laughs> What's happening? That's your baby safety. <laughs> the monitor was going off. Hey, we babe, will protect life. her. Oh, hey, what's up? Well, hey! <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so I didn't get to do a whole lot of streaming this week. I did stream today, though, so... Uh, got Dope. back into it, even though Friday I won't be streaming because I'll probably be coming down to St. Louis on Friday. <clears throat> so yes, yes, um, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, my week's been all right. Been kind of busy. Had, had a lot of stuff going on. Um, the the air is starting to clear on some things, and that's good. Um, but yeah, it's been kind of a crazy week and getting prepared for. Twitch St. Louis this weekend, which we'll talk about more later. Not at a later date, later this episode. Um, yeah, lots of work. I yeah, today is my first day off in eight days. Um, eight, nice. nine or ten hour days in a row. So perfect. Woof. 
lots of stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is your favorite podcast. If you're, I mean, if it's not, why are you listening to it? Um, but uh, this is your favorite video game podcast, at the very least. Um, and your three favorite goofs are here. Um, Eric is away on business. He had a business call, I think, come up for tonight. So it's just me, Sketch, and Ryan holding it down. So guys, say what's up to everybody once more. What's Howdy. up to everybody? And let's kick off the episode by getting into some news. I think we have a pretty interesting topic, and... It may be interesting to me because I like have been struggling with it all week, but we'll get there. Um, before we get there, we got some news. So, Xbox Game Pass is adding a bunch of games this month. One of them tomorrow. And it's important that you guys know this. So, uh, what? On, on Wednesday, October 23rd, which is today, Lonely Mountains Downhill and Secret Neighbor came to Xbox Game Pass for Xbox One. Secret Neighbor is the sequel to Hello Neighbor and features multiplayer with one person being the neighbor and others being kids trying to break into the neighbor's basement. Holy shit, that sounds interesting now. Yeah, that sounds fun. The first game, the the original game, you're just like trying to break into your neighbor's basement and the neighbor is AI. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't give a shit about that. But this is the asymmetric multiplayer. YouTubers were having a a good time with it. Alright. Maybe we should play this, guys. Maybe sure, should. why not? I, I'll be your creepy neighbor. Um, <laughs> tomorrow, we're going to get Minute, which is a super dope indie game that uh, people have been talking about for the last like year or so. Um, it's a 60-second... It's a game that resets every 60 seconds. So you run around, go find some stuff, do some stuff, and then 60 seconds hits, and you die or something, and you start over and do different stuff until you beat the game. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's super cool. Um and then the big one, the big one, uh, tomorrow as well, at 11 o'clock or Friday, if you want to wait. Um, Outer Worlds, the game made by Obsidian, the studio that Xbox picked up a couple years ago, or I guess last year. Yes, last year. Um, that comes out on the 25th, um, or 11 o'clock tomorrow night. They are the people who made Fallout New Vegas, which is one of the best Fallout games that exists. Uh, and you can preload it right now. So if you are listening to this show and you don't have anything that you're not doing on your Xbox, go ahead and start pre-downloading that so you can play it on Thursday night. Um, and then the last one, um, After Party, which I just sent a press list request for, <laughs> is coming to Game Pass. So that is made by the guys who made Oxen Free, which was a super dope game about some teenagers on an island experiencing some creepy shit um, with branching storylines and stuff. But After and, Party is about... But uh, Yeah, but After Party is about... Uh, two people that wake up in hell and have to party harder than the devil to get out. Yeah. And it's, it sounds awesome. Uh, the trailer's tough. great. Um, so I'm they super a, excited for that. They got a big old voice cast I saw on Twitter today. Um, oh, yeah? There's a, a photo. Uh, so you got Janina Gavankar, uh, uh Ashley Birch. Um, yep. Yep. Um <laughs> Uh, Satan is Dave Fenway from he was uh, on The Walking Dead. Yeah, Fenway. Uh, yeah, so uh, somebody from Oxenfree, naturally. Um, yeah, so there's uh, the picture I saw had a, a bunch of others, but it's, awesome. it looks great. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, and then uh, you're getting Lego Star Wars and uh, right at on the 31st, Lego Star Wars three on the 31st. Um, so those games all sound dope. If you don't already have Game Pass, there's not much more we can say to make it clear you should get it. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to give the other side of the ball, because someone on this podcast complained that we only talk about Xbox, PlayStation stores free games for the week of October 22nd. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I can't even. Why is this so hard to find? The Last oh, of Us Remastered. Oh, that's not terrible. So, Last of Us Remastered, which is a good game, that's but great. it's like six years old. Um, MLB The Show 19 is free. The Surge 2 has exclusive weapons. And. So, yeah, The get... Surge 2 is free DLC. And then they have free themes. Well, so it's not DLC, though. It's a weapon pack. Yeah, but so it's, you get you know, like it's a, a, it's you a get DLC. A, it's not the Surge of the game. No, you get weapons for Surge. That's it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah so you get uh, some Twin Blades, punching gloves, which are the best gloves, um, a double-duty weapon, which makes them poop twice, and a heavy-duty weapon, which is just one big doopies. Uh, sorry, my... my br- like, That's terrible. Hey, man, I got a two-year-old that yells <coughs> poop like every ten minutes. Um, and then you get some themes for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, their launch theme. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, Destiny Connect, Disgaea 4, Spirit of the North, and then some avatars from Disgaea 4. So, that's your PlayStation stuff mm-hmm. and your Xbox stuff. So, to rif- the, Yo, the, if you scroll down... The new Command & Conquer remastered teaser is more appealing to me than the PlayStation stuff. Where is that? The bottom of that. It's, if you scroll Wait. down to the bottom of yeah, that. Yeah, the next article that pops up, new Command & Conquer remastered so teaser shows good. off visual update. So good. They're bringing back Red Alert and Tiberian Sun, and you can actually toggle between the graphics of 95 to now. For You can you can toggle between 3840 by 2160 Back to the original 320 by 200. Oh, wow. Good job, PlayStation. <laughs> Different article next to yours was more interesting. <laughs> What's up, Ben? The remaster looks great. Yeah. If you look at, if you watch the trailer, you, uh, you can actually see the difference. They actually do a transition between the two yeah. visually. It I just want to really play good. that game again so I can play as the Soviets and use their special unit, Tanya. Yep. Tanya. I just remember, like, that's like one of the few sound bits from that game that I remember, where you click on her and she goes, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? All the the people streaming and dying are all pretty iconic as well. Yeah. A lot of sound effects from that game are pretty iconic. I I remember, like, the Tesla Tower zap scream. Every day. If they, if they, whenever it comes out, I'm going to stream this game every day. I love that. (laughs) Do you think it'll hold up, though? It's, RTS has come a long way since then. Yeah, it's you know a remaster. I mean? It just looks better. It doesn't play better. But I wonder... It's has has really RTS come? fine, but I think it has. I think it has. Like, if you look at... Uh, I mean, if they bring back, like, servers and everything, it, I mean, StarCraft is still relevant. Right. That's true. I mean, it's not Who's on the publishing same level that? as StarCraft, but... Who's publishing that Command & Conquer game? Is it in the article? Um, probably. Because West, West... Was it West? No, Westwood. Uh, EA 8 Westwood. Right. Petroglyph Games and Lemon Sky Studios. That's the developers. Hmm. All right. All right. I'm that, yeah, I that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. It'll be fun. I just think it'll feel simple. Yeah. Well, like, well we will find it was out. The, it was the OG, so. Yeah. yeah. Gotta go back to the roots. Come back to your roots. Um, all right. Next one. This one's also from Twinfinite. Um, I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know if it's a big deal, but I don't know. I felt like I put it in here because someone's going to bring it up to me at GameStop in the next week and be like, oh, shit. Microsoft gaming revenue declined 7% year over year. Xbox content and services revenue remain unchanged. Yeah. So Relatively unchanged. Relatively unchanged, yeah. So, yeah. I think it feels like like it was a slow year in gaming, to be honest. It was because everyone's gearing up for next year. 
yeah. PlayStation doesn't and publish their numbers, of, but I'm sure they have a little bit of a shrink right before the big blowout next year, too. It just feels like everybody found their game, and then they played that for three to six months. Yep. And then didn't buy anything else, though the summer was pretty bleak for releases, except for indie stuff. You know, Annapurna never stopped. Stuff like that. Devolver yeah. Digital never stopped. The main factor in the decline was due to selling less consoles, which is not surprising considering we're officially at the end of the generation. Sure. Right. So, yeah. So PlayStation's numbers probably shrank as well. They just don't publish them like Netflix. I mean, um, they got a new one out of me this year, but... Oh, console? <laughs> yeah, just because mine shit out on me. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, mine died last year. So my Xbox One X is a year old. I got it in August or September of last yeah. year because my old one... Um, my new DVD player. My wife like unemployed, <laughs> unplugged mine out. while it was updating, and it killed it. That's pretty Beautiful. fragile. Oh, you know what? That wasn't actually it. I think it was the power supply. But she'd already said, go get a new system. I didn't tell her. That's how marriage works. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, boy. If they don't know how it works, just go with it. <laughs> it's broken. <Yeah. laughs> um, so Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, uh, called Martin Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola disres- their, their, their remarks disrespectful. Um, <laughs> there's a quote in here. I gotta find this real good. Oh, come on. I missed. I just lost it. Yep, uh, that good. Yeah, so good. My my phone refreshed and went back to the top, and I don't know where it was. So you know, well, this is good audio. What are you What are you trying to find? I'm pretty sure Bob Iger said if they want to bitch about movies, then they then what did he say? If they want to bitch about movies, that's certainly they're right, but it's disrespectful. <laughs> Oh, that's not as good as I was expecting. Yeah, I mean, it's Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney. And he said a bad word. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't been paying attention, uh, Martin Scorsese, like a week ago, was like, Marvel movies aren't cinema. <laughs> Which is the most, I've got my nose up my own ass comment I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And then Francis Ford Coppola came in a few days later and like sided with him. Uh, yeah, and the the internet's been ablaze with people being like, "How much money did your movies make?" Because Marvel movies make a ton of money, and then uh, people on the other side being like, "Well, that's not the argument." But yeah, it's dumb. They're in the theater. They're cinema. There's one of the there's one of the quotes that says, "You tell me Ryan Coogler making Black Panthers." Is doing something that is somewhat or other less than what Mar- Martin Scors- or Marty Scorsese or Francis Coppola have ever done on any one of their movies. Come on, there I said it. I mean, he kind of kind of threw it out there at him. Like, oh, I'm I'm gonna try and fight back without saying too many bad things. But yeah, he's like, if we were like, next to each other, he's better than any of yours that you've ever done. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> If you were next to me, I'd bite my thumb at you, sir. Um, Alright, so these next two things are the things I think we'll spend more time on. Because one's ridiculous, and the other one's very good. So, did y'all see Fallout first? 
Terrible. Today? Okay. <laughs> okay. So let me, Ben, do you know what this is? Fallout first? Oh, I didn't know what it was called. Yeah, I know what's, I know what's coming. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So people who don't know, here it comes. <laughs> Jesus. This is so dumb. Fallout 76 players can now spend $100 on a yearly subscription for exclusive in-game content. Or, um, or $10 a month. Thirteen dollars a month. So here's Bethesda is inviting people to join Fallout First. Um, this is from Game Informer, by the way. Thank you, Andrew Reiner. Um, Fallout First, a premium monthly membership that gives players access to private worlds, so you can play without other players fucking you over. Unlimited storage for crafting components in a new scrap box. A monthly allowance of sixteen hundred and fifty atoms and more. The membership costs thirteen dollars, or you can get a hefty discount if you sign up for a full year for one hundred dollars. Um, which I, that, that discount is sixty bucks, right? Sure. Uh, no, Thirteen 30, times ten is one hundred and thirty. Thirteen times ten is one hundred and thirty plus one hundred and fifty-six dollars. Thirty-six dollars. Math. Um, sure, anyway. So yeah. So uh, yeah. This. Mm. The, the private world sentence was the dumbest part. Hot on the heels of of Bethesda delaying Fallout seventy six. Oh yes, we're gonna delay this update. Um, well, but they go delayed ahead and the buy a, our hundred dollar yeah. a year thing after we already told you that we're not gonna give you the new stuff now. Like, yeah. come on now. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, J- I I found out about this because today Jason Schreier tweeted. So. Bethesda wants you to spend $13 for extra in-game stuff in Fallout 76 when they're delaying the DLC and on Xbox Game Pass you can play Fallout New Vegas and Outer Worlds comes out tomorrow, which is also included for $10 a month. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So, like, you get two full Fallout games for $10 a month and one's brand new. Or you can get, like, fancy stuff for... A game it just, that- it just, it's obvious. Here's, it's, it seems like a very obvious move to me for any studio to want to do this, whether it's a good idea or not. But it's obvious, right? They're not making any more money on their game, and they figure rather than selling people DLC, they'll they'll try to get people at a, on a bigger price tag or a, or a subscription to keep them playing, because it's like the gym, right? If you, if you pay for it, you feel like you got to go, maybe. But maybe if you're paying for it, you'll feel like you got to play. And they're trying to keep people's right. You got yeah, no, to keep right. people's money and keep them interested, and they have to keep the studio open, right? Ultimately, it's so fucking expensive to stay open. To keep oh, a dude, it's Bethesda. Open. They're not hurting. They make Doom, Dishonored. They don't. They publish Doom, but I hear you. It's good money. Bethesda's not hurting. Bethesda and Zenimax are like they hold their own con. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I guess. So, uh, it's yeah. My immediate response is gross. Like, but do you think that it has enough of a fan base for that to to mean anything? Apparently, its fan base was a little revitalized after E three and the battle royale and them announcing Wastelanders, which was bringing NPCs into the game. But now that that's been delayed, it's just weird that they would delay that and then be like, "So thirteen dollars a month now." Hmm. Yeah, for, at the same time, it's not. I've, I also read it as like a subscription to play the game, and it's not. It's like a subscription for bonus shit. So like, it's totally. If you want to do it, Optional. do it. Fine. 
Go for it. I'd much rather spend $10 a month and get full games than spend $13 a month and get some colorfuls. Right. Yeah, if you grind it out, you can get... You can probably get that much in-game currency that within a month's time than getting an extra 1,600 atoms in-game. Sure. For free. The writer of the article said it's it's a very strange move for a game that's not free to play. Right. So you buy the game and you have to pay for a subscription. Right. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, some people, like, that's their life, though. Like, when Skyrim came out, like, you people bought Skyrim and then they played it for thousands of hours. Some people do that on Fallout games. Right. So, I mean, you could, I mean, you could fight, like, the amount of time that you're putting into the game that a subscription isn't that big a deal because time put in is going to make that money seem minuscule, I guess. Sure, sure. <clears throat> Especially if it's, like, the only thing you play. Right. Oh, yeah, $13 a month. It's just weird that it's that much. Right. Like, what What in the world are they offering that's worth that much? Ugh, I don't know. Oh, they just need to get the funding so they can put this update out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope not. That'd be weird. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. Okay, so the last thing isn't anything I'm going to read. It's just uh, get the temperature of the room on the fucking Star Wars trailer we got on Monday morning, Monday night. Uh, it, it felt very Abrams. Felt very grand. Very heartwarming, very callback to like everything. But it's a lot of really cool, interesting new stuff uh, and lots of things to hypothesize over. Uh, For sure. What are you? What are some of the hypo- hypotheses you have? Uh, <laughs> it, she was looking. All right, so earmuffs, everybody, come back when Caleb claps his hands. So just watch the screen. Caleb claps. We're done Yeah, if you don't want to hear spoilers from the okay. from a trailer, uh, yeah. look away. So, if you're listening to this podcast-wise, uh, two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay, well, that's strict. <laughs> but anyway. Five minutes. So the, the throne that is in the beginning is from an old Ralph uh, Quarry concept art for the first movie. So that's pretty amazing. It's like unused, awesome. unused Star Wars concept art. For like for, 40 for, years. Right, yeah. uh, Ralph McQuarrie. Sorry, I said Ralph. Yeah, but, Ralph McQuarrie. Um, and then uh, she seems to be looking up at the Emperor at the end of the trailer. So I think he's in some sort of like spider robot or something like, like that. Walk. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Ray and Kylo are fighting together when they destroy that statue. Because like he reaches it. for his mask. Yeah. They hit that, and then he stops and goes like this. Yeah. To like take his mask off. Like, why would you do that in the middle of a fight? Yeah. It's, and 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 there's a line in the. Uh, when, when the emperor starts talking, he says, "How long I've waited, and now here you all are. All, who here you all are together, together." Yeah, I feel like that could also be the rebels, because he says, "Long I've waited for this moment, and your coming together will be your dom- your doom. Like mm. your joining will be your doom." At the same time, it could yeah. it's, it could absolutely be yeah. Kylo and and Ray showing up and being like. We'll do it together, and he's like, "Cool." <laughs> also, uh, there's two work. two lines that really got me. When three PO had it was getting his eyes turned back on. Like, I just wanted to see my friends one last time. Pretty awesome. And yeah. then the very last uh, was uh, just before it cut. It was uh, Luke saying, uh, "The Force, force will be with you. you." And then it's Leia that says, "Always." Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Super cool. Pretty cool. Super cool. For those of you who aren't watching. <laughs> 
<laughs> those for those of you who are watching, you just had the the fortunate uh, instance of seeing Ben rush through something so he didn't cry. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, <laughs> yep. C three PO um, better be the Sith Lord. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is he doing? Why is he t- Why is he powering off? What is he doing? Looks like he had like cords and shit hooked up to his. Yeah, head. he was like tapped into the system. So maybe they're like uploading star charts or something. Oh shit! Right. Didn't he and R two D two plug themselves into the Death into Star? Into the Death Star. Oh my god! If that's how they has find out. Has three PO never had his memory wiped? Because R two has. Has three PO ever had his memory wiped? Oh. Because if not, know. then. Right. Yeah, they're gonna use the scene when he was when they were tapping into it in A New Hope. So why are they hunting down the uh, the Death Star? By the way, is it because the giant kyber crystal in the middle? <laughs> That, that is weird. Why would they be going there? Yeah, it's strange. What's important about the Death Star wreckage? Yeah, uh, maybe the Emperor's body. I don't know. Right? I don't yeah, know. I don't so know. Just, what I did like about this, and this we're about the two-minute mark, so we can go ahead and wrap this up if you guys have nothing else to say. I love how the trailer showed off some new locations. Definitely a big fight coming, though they didn't show the big fight. Pretty neat. Um, man, that Rebel fleet is massive. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like how much time has passed, right? The Falcon drops into frame and it's like <laughs> And it's it's that hyper drop. it's like it's that Michael Bay hyper zoom where the depth like it's it looks like a wall of stuff because the yeah. camera's so whatever. I don't know how the cinematography. But like um <laughs> yeah, that's like a wall of rebel ships. So either either a lot of time has passed or word got out quick. And the yeah, whole like galaxy yeah. like put a bunch of shit together and Last put it in space. Band. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Uh, and I guess when the oh yeah. fucking Death Star is coming out of the ice and fucking uh, 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 that, sounds, so good. that sounds structurally risky. Yes, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And those they little broke. bubbles on top of the bridge are the shield generators, so you kind of don't want to like knock those around. Yeah, yeah. Bang, bang, clang. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's pretty. Oh, anyway, what I was about to say is they showed a lot, but it feels like that. I still didn't show anything. Like I still don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and it's two hours and thirty minutes long. Two thirty-five, two hours thirty-five minutes. That's the longest Star Wars ever. So yes. that's pretty freaking cool. And uh, we've got third row tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope that's not the end of the world. I've seen theaters lately that sort of like don't screw don't people have a, over don't in the have front a screw anymore. Bad seat. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping I get a screening for it. I get to see it before everybody. I thought of going with Tech on Thursday. Uh, he's going to Ronnie's. So. Oh. And there were there's like seats available, especially if you're going by yourself. Yeah, like, sure. Just get one seat in between people that don't want to sit next to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you can go like the uh, the Dolby DLX super screen. Yeah, that's which huge. Like, makes the theater rumble. Yeah, I thought about it. Ryan, are you a big Star Wars fan, or are you just kind of in the middle? No, I mean i I enjoy them. I okay. don't get I don't get behind. I mean, I know the lore and all that stuff behind it, but I don't just nerd out about him. Alright. You were, you didn't cry when C-3PO was like, see my N- friends. No, I mean, <laughs> it was a good line, but... Okay, yeah. No, I'm not, that's, that was no judgment. I'm just trying no, to, like, no, no. Uh, yeah, qualify... The, the cry whenever somebody says something kind of stuff. Oh, I was like... Like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> shallow breaths. Um, okay. He- heavy panting increases. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so anything else anyone wants to talk about news-wise that's happened in the last 
uh, week, last mm. seven days. Something that nope. popped up. Um, did the Sea of Thieves stuff happen after the episode last week? I suppose it probably did. Yeah. Uh, we've never talked about it. So, yeah, there's the Fort of the Damned that yes. I've played about three times now. bounties, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, sure. we can. We do, because we did play it. We yeah. did yeah. play it. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Call of Duty comes out Friday. Yeah. yeah. I'm, or tomorrow night, if you want to And it's got go crossplay. Yes. So. Isn't that something? Yeah. Tis. Finally, a developer big enough was like, PlayStation, fucking flip the Switch. Stop. And they were like, okay. Stop being an ass. Stop being an ass. Yeah. All right. So our topic, and this—I mean, Call of Duty coming up at the end is probably a pretty good uh, segue. Our topic for the night um, is something that I thought of today while looking at uh, some some things, and it is simply the question: Are games too dependent on multiplayer? And what I mean by that? Yes. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I wanted to clarify because I have a good idea of it, but to somebody else, they'd be like, uh, yeah, "What?" Um. What I mean by that is, are there too many games that are less of an experience by yourself than... How does that sentence end? Because I lost track of my own thought. Then are, there, are, there, how many, are there too many games that feel less complete if you play them alone? Are there too many games, depending on you having friends that have the same game, or making friends that have the same game to have the best experience with the game? Apex sucks by yourself. Apex sucks by yourself. Sucks by yourself. Oh, I don't think I'd play Battlefield by myself. If I would, if no, I did, it would be for like thirty minutes. It'd be terrible. Yeah, or like yeah. one one session, which sometimes can be an hour. PUBG sucks by yourself because even I mean, yeah, they have solo game mode, but it's just like, why would you want to? Well, so, okay, I, so get, I get solos in like Fortnite and PUBG because it's made free for all. Right, um, right, but I mean, you also don't have somebody to back you up if you get third partied. You know, it's, sure, it's just sure, one sure. of those situations that that you would get bailed out if you had more people. I think yeah, we have to so be like, very diligent to try to put ourselves in other people's shoes. I wonder how many people out there play video games by themselves. You know, is that a thing, or do, does everybody party up? You know, or well, do, you know, so we need like we need some numbers. I watch TSM Vis every day, and he he streams Apex every single day for eight hours, and he only jumps in by himself, and he plays with solos, and then he wins by himself. So it's it. I guess when it comes to if they're too dependent on multiplayer, is if how good are you to where can I play by myself and make a difference to where you know it doesn't matter if I have any friends online. Like he plays games forever and he'll win being the last one alive in his squad with 13 to, to 20 kills almost every game that's so, like I mean, think of too um uh how how much of a hassle it would be for a streamer to organize teammates throughout the day especially for eight hours sure you know you've got party chat you've got coordination stuff like that it's probably easier for a streamer just to get in there Especially right. a professional streamer playing eight hours a day, right. just do his own thing. But but so that, he he does it because he has a skill to. Because I mean, he probably wouldn't right. be jumping in solo if he was not able to carry his weight or say, "Screw it, I don't need teammates." But there's no solo queue, so I'll play and win anyway. Yeah, <laughs> sure, but, sure. But Battlefield doesn't give you the option. 
Because you can't, because there's no way to communicate unless you're in game chat, which none of them are in game chat ever. Because the people that are playing are squatted up. <laughs> so, 56% of frequent gamers play multiplayer games. Um, I had stats on this when I searched it initially, and I clicked on the link, and then it went away. Um, it's something like 42% of people that play online are playing with friends. Yep. It seems to be a repeated topic. Forbes in 2014 said, our video games becoming too focused on multiplayer? <laughs> 42% of frequent gamers play with friends. It's a lot. 55% of gamers point out that video games help connect them with their friends. That's not a and That's not a So let's just say half. And how many people play? That's a mix because, like, <laughs> if you do all games, it's like billions because of cell phones and stuff. Yeah. Right. But if it's console games. Uh, but, but think about it. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess. Playing solo isn't a bad thing because I mean I could play Call of Duty solo, like the game like I've been playing Call of Duty four and three with my buddy every Monday, but I've also picked it up and played by myself, like off and on throughout the day that kind sure. of thing, and it doesn't bother me because yeah, it's, it's not that's that's not a game that's like I need a team to do something with. Like when yeah. you're on Call of Duty, you basically run around and then <laughs> run the like on anyway. on you. Yeah, you're just running it's not like you stack up on the corner or going like go go go. You know, right, it's yeah. just like just run around like morons. Yeah, so I guess it depends on the multiplayer game as well. So I know Rainbow Six Siege is a big thing, but imagine a tech co-op tactical shooter where you have one guy in your squad that's in charge of being in front. I forgot what they call that, but like say the they get man? to the co- yeah, is it though? I don't know. Yeah. Sure. So say they stack up on a corner, and then you have all these holograms behind them that different squad members can snap into. That'd so it's cool. like a pop. It's like a what do they call that uh, type of cover that Gears of War is the the pop cover, pop, whatever. The, pop and sh- pop the lock and drop. And sh- it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that, but you snap into positions, and then it like as you go, like the person in front gives the command, and every, you know, like it would just be neat to see. Yeah, I want that game mechanic bad. Thanks for describing a thing I'm never going to fucking get. <laughs> hey, I'm willing. I'm putting it in the universe, but yeah. um, that'd be pretty neat. I just like to see games be more tactical. Like every time we get in a battlefield, we're like, "All right, guys, we doing it this time." Yeah. Two hours later, we're like, just playing like this. Yeah. And like nobody's. Yeah. No. Anymore. Like after this, after this podcast, straight up, let's call it now. Battlefield Four. Let's work together. Let's not spawn anywhere but next to each other the whole time. That sounds terrible. Yep. We're going to do it, though. We're going to work as a team. <laughs> we do work as a team, but, like, from a distance. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We need to work as a squad. There we go. There <laughs> are times, though, where I take squad leader pretty seriously, and I'll let the squad go in ahead of me so that I can hang back and be a spawn point. He's no Alexander the Great, everybody. <laughs> you go, I got your back. I got your back. We're fine. We're fine. Oh, they're all dead. Uh, I just figure, if, you know, if we all die, then we just start over from Then we die else. together. <laughs> with honor. <Yeah>. With honor. <laughs> I couldn't with, give a straight face while doing that. With honor. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt for a second just because I realized Ben's... Uh, Avatar and cast is Fatty Gruesome, which is the name of the yeah. journalist that uh, this is Fatty what the Gruesome. name that, that <laughs> Dwight gives the journalist says Fatty Gruesome. He's a writer at Patty Grossman. This, I'm a woman. Pa- Patty Grossman. I'm a woman. You still <laughs> write for this blog, right? Yeah. Okay. 
that's the worst. Um, yeah, so like part of the reason I had this question and I last week about I was it, Fanny smells more. By the way, wait, is that from something? That's also the office. That's Who, when what's that from? That's when Holly fills out that survey to get a free stress mm-hmm. ball right yep. underneath. Uh, Orville Tutenbacher. <laughs> Orville Tutenbacher. <laughs> oh yes, Fanny smells more. Oh God, that show's great. <laughs> I love that show so much. <laughs> um, so the reason I thought about this a lot is because I've been playing a lot of Ghost Recon, which is entirely playable by yourself, but like it does feel like it's missing something. Like Ghost Recon Wildlands, you had a squad with you when you played by yourself. So you still had other people you were interacting with and like mm-hmm. pointing in directions and there was dialogue going on. And because you're playing by yourself in this game, which is I get it as a creative decision. Like you're behind enemy lines, they wanted you to feel more desperate. It's it feels it's I played last night for like three hours and I didn't say a word. Right. And like nobody in my game said a word because I only did missions that like were go eliminate this guy, go eliminate that guy, go take out these drones. So there was no interaction with anybody. Yeah. And so I just played like four hours of stealth combat without saying anything. Mm. And I remember like getting ready to go to bed and being like, man, it would have been kind of nice to be doing that with a buddy. Yeah. Or to have a squad of guys walking behind me. As bad as the, the banter could be at times in Wildlands. Yeah. I would have preferred it to complete silence for four hours. Um, Destiny's not super fun by yourself. You can't do a lot of Destiny by yourself. Warframe's pretty bad by yourself. Uh, I mean, to you guys, it's bad regardless. But uh, it's not, it's not bad. It's just not my cup of tea. By yourself. Uh, ben played I, Sea of Thieves by himself last night for a while, and, and then, it, then it was, Gypsy joined. It was pretty bad by myself, and then we got in a big kerfuffle, and it was fun, and everybody was kind of working together. It was fun. Yeah, I just, I, I think to answer the, the, the main topics question, no, they're not too dependent. Like, it has to be there. <laughs> Multiplayer has to exist. Right, but being too dependent, what I mean by that is that, I'm not saying, like, should multiplayer exist in less games. I'm saying, should more games make being alone more fun? No. Should Sea of Thieves have something in it that means when you're playing by yourself... It pushes if you're in a, no no no. If you're so in a solo sloop, it pushes more solo players no, together. So let me tell act. you, I've had times where I went on a treasure hunt back when treasure was important to me because I was leveling up, I was grinding, and I would fill the entire top deck of my ship with treasure as a challenge to myself, and then try to try to get as much treasure on the deck as possible, and then ferry my ass to an outpost to turn it all in. So every time I saw another player ship, it was the most stressful. Well, some of the most it's like PUBG level stress. Uh, in Sea of Thieves, and I was by myself. So it's a mindset uh, set in that game, and probably many others, to where you enter a PvP arena, and and uh, kind of just hang jerky on your belt and walk through uh, Wolf Preserve. You know, it's just like don't eat me. It's like uh, it's fucking terrifying and really stressful and really cool. It's just a different mind state. So, but should get but like is that assuming too much on the player? For as a game developer, like if we're talk- if you want to talk like accessibility, like you can't plan that everyone would be able to find the way to make solo fun, and some people might bounce off of that. Like I wouldn't take the time to figure that out because the process of going and getting so much treasure that I would be stressed out when people came would not be something I would be interested in doing. In getting, I wouldn't be interested in getting to that point. I think in that game, having anything on your ship at any time means and interacting with another player is stressful because you don't know if they're going to screw you over, right? 
So anytime That's you're why carrying something, <laughs> anytime you're carrying something <laughs> on your ship, it's stressful. So they 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 their sandbox is just all stress all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. And whether whether you're trying to get hit by a fireball or you go to the bathroom and your teammate gets attacked by a kraken, it's just like it's this forever <laughs> tenuous, you know, potential shitstorm. Yeah. Have, have you guys checked out the new Apex thing yeah. that's going on? Yeah, it's fun. I, like I haven't it. played the Halloween now, mode yet. Now, how often would you be able to play that by yourself without being able to interact with anybody? Well, I'm an interesting case. Wait, hold on. Doesn't so, it make you play by yourself? Yeah, you're you're solo. It's solo, but, but but that's what they did is they created a solo queue. Yeah, in a game, yeah. but I don't I don't think it's fun after a while. After a while, you're just dropping by yourself. And doing stuff by yourself the whole time. You don't get to have... You don't get to squad up. You don't get to have... Like, your friends join in your game. Like you do, like, in normal squads. That, like, that's why I, I set out the precursor. We need to try to set ourselves in other people's shoes. Like, we're very social gamers. So, some people probably don't care. As Caleb said, only 50% of them play multiplayer. That means the other 50% either plays Farming Simulator or they're still playing Skyrim. All so, the stats were like fifty percent of gamers play multiplayer, right? Fre- multiplayer gamers play with friends. Nope, fifty percent of frequent gamers, so people that play like every day, play with their friends. Yeah, so we just happen to. Well, what do the other half do? Right, go on, like do, play Mortal Kombat and just fight other people all for three, four hours, right? Lots of games. Yeah, I guess, true. yeah. Play Lots Call of, of Duty and not party NBA with NBA 2K? Madden? FIFA? Like, think of no, all the... everyone I know that plays 2K is friends with all the people they play after a minute because they but, play so much. But think of the games that are hyper-competitive uh, that are played across the world, like like Madden and FIFA. Oh, yeah, any of the sports games, it'd be like yeah. that. Yeah, racing games. Racing games are just now recently, thanks to Horizon or whatever else, more party-centric. But for the right, longest time I mean, since... Yeah, Rocket League's big. Rocket League, I play by myself with other people doing doubles a lot of the time. So what's the sure. question then? Like, are games becoming My too- question's specifically about games that feel like they're missing something when you're not playing it the way So yeah, that's that's a flaw in the game's design. Like, I when we were playing Outer Wilds, there was nothing missing. I never felt like... I At one point, did I ever feel I wanted somebody with me in Outer Wilds? Could be right. interesting. Could be really cool. But that game was designed around you being alone. So when your ship's hull cracks and you have to go out the hatch in space to fix it by yourself, it's that's a, that's it's an emotion, right? Yeah, and when you get hit by a planet because you're not paying attention. Yeah, well, inside because uh, uh, <laughs> or an asteroid lands in your cockpit. That happened to me. A little meteorite landed. No, it was a probe. One of the probes landed in my ship. It went through the window and landed in the seat. Fucking crazy. How the fuck? I don't know. I recorded it. It's in my clips. <clears throat> but Ryan played inside. Playing with somebody else, and, and like Ryan was playing with his community. People were chatting. I know I was there. Mm-hmm. That's something. But like having somebody in the game and goofing off and laughing would have taken all the impact out of that game. Right? Sure. The, oh, and yeah, let's, let's go over that. How many impactful scenes, either in Red Dead or whatever else, was impacted because our party chat was full of people making yuck-yucks and just... Oh, I leave most of the time. Or, or, or turn it down. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah just, that was the quietest time ever. Whenever I joined in a Red Dead <laughs> You joined party, a party of people playing Red Dead? Silent. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, I was like, this is the worst, and I left. <laughs> 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 
Yes, and so like put that into a, a story centric game. Like, say they didn't take the play, the, the control from you during a cutscene, and people are like running around, jumping up and down, looking like a video gamer when <laughs> they're trying to like when somebody's dying and somebody's somebody might be one of the characters is crying and there's some jackass teabagging <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I would love for that so to happen, good. and your yep. friends like. Leans real close to the camera. Yeah, (laughs) that'd be great. Um, So if the game is boring without it, uh, yeah, I don't know where to go with that. I I'm sad I don't get to play Wildlands with you. Not Wildlands. Breakpoint. Breakpoint with you because that sounds like a lot of fun. I was sad I didn't get to play Wildlands either. Uh, so I don't I don't know. Our games. Too have you guys dependent. ever played games that like have large multiplayer or cooperative components to them that you're playing by yourself? And ever wished that there was something about that experience that was different that made it more fun to play it, regardless of whether or not you had friends there? That's what I'm getting at. Is because like I've run into that with Destiny. I've run into that with Ghost Recon. I've run into that with. Battlefield, like I want something that makes playing without a party more fun because when you're playing without a party, it just drags. Like Battlefield, you know you can't get anything done. Ghost Recon, it gets quiet and real dull. Not dull because I still enjoy the gameplay enough to keep doing it, but it's it's too quiet. Um, I want Cortana in my head quipping. Yeah, right? Halo's Halo's pretty pretty good by yourself. Yeah, when you're playing Halo by yourself, Cortana and Chief are constantly back and forth. Maybe it's maybe it, the Ghost Recon is the first time I've played an open world game that doesn't have hardly any story by radio show. Right. And I'm realizing how much story by radio show actually fills dead air. Yeah, I guess. But like Borderlands did that so much that it was like overlapping itself. There was a point where like three characters were all talking at once. Yeah, which is pretty awful. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I would say uh, uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare stands out as a pretty solid single player experience. Yeah, but it was built for single player. <laughs> right, right, right. So we're looking at multiplayer games that are missing something, or games that can be played with friends or alone, but feel like when playing alone, they really want you to be playing with friends. Yeah, War, yeah, Warframe. People say that Destiny and Division are you can play it completely by yourself. But there like, are parts of War, Destiny you cannot. That's true. Yeah, absolutely, you absolutely need teammates to do things in tandem. Yeah, and yeah. Division as well. Um, but like playing Warframe. through a strike in the Division, which is super complex, it has a lot going on by yourself. Like, there's no ability pairing. Right. There's no synchron. Uh, what's the not synchronization, but like. What's that called when you mix team abilities well? Yeah, combos, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not synchronization. Something. Yeah. Anyway, there's none of that. Um, and so, like, you're just like, yeah, I've got two things I can do, and then I have to wait until they recharge instead of, like, hey, throw your super, and I'm going to do mine, and then, and then you can go. And, like, that game is more dull by yourself. And I feel like if you're going to make a game that you can play alone or with people... Alone should be as fun as with people. Or not, maybe not as fun as, but definitely more fun than most of them are right now. Uh, so what? Who who does it the best? What game can you jump into, regardless if your friends are with you or not? Mm. 
Rocket Good League? question. Rocket, Rocket League. League for you? Why is why why is Rocket League? Is it because of the um, Rocket League? It's the it's, chat. It's so basic. That's why. That's the, so basic. It's a, it's a it's a common goal. If if I play doubles, we have to score. That's it. Yeah. We got to score and stop them from scoring. That's it. But it's, does it? It's so easy because there's no misconception of what's going on. Like if you get on the division and you know that the best place to to do this raid is over in this part of the map and you go over there but the other people don't want to do that well then now the team's separated entirely on rocket league i only have to score on them and i only have to defend this that's what the team's goals are and you have the you have a quick chat yeah the quick chat does help significantly because you can still communicate like regardless right Kind of like people playing solo in Apex and using the ping system. Yeah. Like, it's pretty hard in Apex to, like, not let people know what you're doing. Right. It's It may be hard to get them to pay attention and to do what you're doing with you, but you can at least be like, I'm going this way. Right. Yeah, and the division like, okay. gives you nothing. On like, <laughs> I'm going to go defend over here. Well, they didn't hear me say that, so I guess nobody's going to know. You go I, I this think, way. I think we have I'll a lot go of our, home. I'll go home. <laughs> we have a lot of our friends to look at for examples. Uh, What's will, up? Say it again. Tech will play Apex regardless if people are playing with him or not, pretty typically. Although he's starting to get burnt out, so he said. He's looking for something else. Yeah, he hates playing with randos now. Yeah. Or he's um, 18 playing I, with randos I, Me and him have been playing a lot lately, and we've been winning a lot whenever we play. I need so, to play with you guys. Uh, Caesar will play Destiny regardless. He's so in love with the universe that he doesn't want to. It's like his Ready Player One. He just he show, he goes home and he logs in and he's just in the world. Like I was yeah. doing for uh, Warframe for a while. Now I go on just when there's something to do. But for a while I would just go in and log on because I just wanted to be there. You know, I sure. wish that I wish I wish I had more social areas where it felt like Ready Player One or like any cyberpunk book where you hear somebody going into the internet. And going to hang out in a, in a cafe in the internet, you know, yep. so they like to put on their visor and they go in the world and they go hang out in the world and do things. Yeah, so yeah. like you go to a cyber cafe, you talk to people, you have drinks, all this kind of Instead stuff. Instead of going to a real cyber cafe and talking to people, and talking to strangers, yeah, meeting new friends. Ryan, you can't talk shit. You got pissed off trying to find parking for ten minutes. And we're like, let's go home. So. Because playing games, if and you could have done that, a lot more fun than sitting in a loud. Because playing bar games and, and drinking, so putting on the yeah, VR exactly. headset and going yeah. to the fake bar, and not having to park and hanging out with your friends on games. I think if you're going to go to a virtual bar to talk to people, is a lot different than going and playing a video game. I mean, we're basically at the virtual bar right now. We're just not drinking. Ben's okay, drinking. so imagine, um, we're meeting online to talk. Yeah, yeah, like we've been talking about this for a while. Um, and chat VR is basically doing that, but chat VR is fucking bananas. It's the craziest, strangest thing in the world. We're, we're never going to have Ready Player One because it's always going to look like chat VR. But um, yeah, just imagine like going. Uh, I don't know what it would. I don't know what would like push it over the edge to where like that's a thing you would want to do. But like I know in Warframe, like there's, it would be really cool to like go to a a bar with other Warframe players and people like sitting at stools and talking about stuff. I don't know. I just think that'd be neat. I know Destiny would be cool like this. Destiny's got ramen shops with benches. Ram- it, you know, the tower's got places to sit all over the place, but there's no reason to, to interact guys, with it. Yeah, we're there's planning no an episode of Sea of Thieves or an episode of this podcast where we do it while fishing in Sea of Thieves. Yeah, why not? Fishing and playing music and cooking. Yeah. It's in the schedule, guys. Yeah. December yeah. 18th. If Sea oh, okay. of Thieves... There you go. 
made it to where every um, all of the uh, like the lodges or the bar. As soon as you walked into it, it goes into an open like an open access of all servers. That if anybody's in the bar on their server, it all like compiled into one. And then as soon as you walked out the door, yeah, that sounds. I think like a I think that mini nightmare. Be... But like they, you do that with instancing, right? Like as soon as you walk out of the tavern, you change instances. But then. Like, yeah, maybe like a your ship a, might be gone at that. Point. Maybe have like a <laughs> small cut, like a load screen or whatever when, when leaving. A door animation that is yeah. cut. Yeah, um, they do it on the boat anyway. If you die near somebody when you're on the boat, when you're on the the ferry of the damned, yeah. other people that are in the area are on the ferry of the damned. They yeah. walk through the door and then they're gone. Yeah, that's true. But I'm um, talking about of but like a, a social a space like servers. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what the that's what Destiny does with the tower. Um, so Caesar likes to log into Destiny because he likes the world, he likes the lore, he likes the gameplay, and likes the missions and all that stuff. I like this. Basically, it's basically my Warframe. I uh, I like being in the world, but I'm I'm bored now that I've seen most of the game, so I don't feel like I need I can go on and do anything social. I think social might be uh maybe uh is maybe a missing element, Caleb, that we're talking about here. Imagine if you didn't care if your friends were on because you could go on and just chat with people and it feels organic and comfortable. Like now, you know, we have a ship pull up on us and somebody's like, we should get him in our party. And I'm just like, Ugh, no, strangers <laughs> in my party. That's so weird. No, I don't yeah, like no, that. I don't like that. And thank God, because they were a little strange. The last people I paired up with to take down a fort were a little weird. Not all of them. One's mic was broken. I hope none of them follow you because they're listening to this right now. Uh, I'm kidding. One's mic was broken, and somebody was uh, had some social, you know, incompatibility. Oh, it's like when you were playing when you and Nan were playing uh, Warframe and streaming it, and yeah. like I was like, he Can threw I- out like a, a test shot, and I was like, but, and he was like, they're onto me, and he left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't want to. Chance that. So I think maybe that's it. I think uh, not it for everybody, but if there are, there are these games that you don't want to play by yourself, then what would fix that? What would fix it for Battlefield? Let's fix it with all the games that we don't want to Let's, play by yes. ourselves. What what would fix it with Battlefield? Let's do that. Um, a ping system. <laughs> fuck yes. Battlefield has a ping system. Next. No, well, they don't. It, well, it's there. You can point at bad guys. You can you can point at bad guys. No, you can actually ping the ground and you can ping tanks. No, you can't. Yes, you can. You can't ping play the ba- ground. Play Battlefield 4 again. You can't yes, ping you can. Yes, you How? can. With the button, How? the RB button. You just pings a spot on the ground. And if you touch the person, it says person over there. It absolutely does. Yeah, but it, no, it doesn't. But you can't say, like, I'm going that direction. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up onto this hill. No, because I remember in Battlefield 4 specifically, if I'm trying to mark somebody, oh. it's not going five. over there. Over five. there. It's only the five. person. Five. Oh, five. Nobody plays five. <laughs> yes, they do, and I'm gonna play it's, it again on October 31st. Yeah, Brian, you should download it, homie. It's uh, in the no. EA Access Vault. Nope. Do the do the trial month of that and play it. Nope. Cool, good talk. Um, yeah, Battlefield Five does improve it, but it's still a like lot. a lot. Like you can ping the ground, and it says you know it's contextual. So it's pretty. Yeah. Good. It's pretty good. It's far from not being there at all. It's far from nothing. Anyway, so what else would fix it? Why would you want to play a game with 64 players by yourself? What would make you do that? 
Like I like Battlefield a lot, and I will jump on and play by myself. So I play by myself occasionally. Okay, too, yeah. sorry. So what game don't like? You said Destiny. What would fix it with Destiny? Why don't you want to play Destiny by yourself? I just feel like you're underpowered when you play by yourself. Like you have five. If you have three people running through and doing a, a strike, it's infinitely easier to deal with what's going on. Yeah. And then so if you they're need, gone, like, power boost. Depending, like if you're, playing, like if you're that, playing solo, that you get ten percent more damage. Yeah, and maybe that means you have to like meter the rewards you get playing alone, or you can meter the say you make it to play on solo mode, so that it's as difficult as it should be for one person, and you get solo mode level rewards. But you can also play on I have a full squad mode, and you get rewards that you'd get if you're playing with everybody. You know what I mean? Like, that way you could make it harder. You could make it as hard as it is when you've got a full squad on yourself if you want, or it can be All right. more so, manageable. So, chat, in case you weren't privy to the start of this, we kind of need your feedback. What game do you only play with your friends? Uh, what game that you only play with your friends would be more fun by yourself? Like, what, what, what could they add to make it more fun? So that you would want to play it by yourself, a game that you only play with your friends. Um, so uh, I'm trying to think what else uh, I play. Overwatch. I don't think they could do anything different. I, I can't think. I don't know. Like, because it's such a team play. Like Moncho plays it by himself all the time. He just loves the game so much he doesn't care. Like, I don't he'll... know if these games are super good examples of what I'm trying to get at, though. I'm not talking about multiplayer games. On the games that are built for multiplayer, and you're playing the multiplayer mode alone. Okay. I mean games that can be experienced with friends or alone. But playing it alone feels like you're getting less of an experience. Like the PvE in Destiny. That's a good example. Ghost Recon Breakpoint, where I could be playing the story I'm playing right now with a buddy, and like that would be great. But by myself, it sucks. Why? Well, like, so, so, like you're Overwatch, so you're talking story mode, game, story mode. co-op. Co-op stuff. Co-op. Yeah. Oh, stuff not, that... Not, I let, not like online multiplayer like Call of Duty or Battlefield. I mean, like, there is... There are things, like, talking about Battlefield getting a better way to communicate with your teammates. Like, that. I think that does improve playing by yourself, yes. my. But, like, the main point I'm making is that, like, there are a lot of games that you can do things cooperatively with your friends, but, like, don't say they don't require you to do it, and when you don't do it with people, you don't get as much as you do if you do it with than if you do it with people. So, I would say, uh, hmm, that's interesting. So, you mean games like Astroneer? I think Astroneer's got, Uh, I think Astroneer's got an element of, of, you know, that, like, uh, dread that loneliness and dread that you're doing this by yourself, right? Yeah, it, it's got like, a whole I've other also feeling had times to where it. kind of fun alone, right? Just like yeah, like I said, but I don't uh, think I've ever had a bad time that having other people there has made it boring. Like having other people has made mm-hmm. it significantly better. Yeah, I'm, every time. Like there hasn't been a time that I've hated having other people in that game. I think you're arguing the opposite point I am. He's saying I'm he's saying, saying it's saying always it, more fun with people. Yeah. Why does it suck when there's no people? I think you're just kind of explaining the human condition. <laughs> yeah. Every time I have someone join me in a game, I'm like, cool, I get to do it with my friend. Right. That's fine. Yeah, I don't think there's a way you can like 
dialogue or, or discuss your way out of this. I think if you're a well-adjusted human being, you like being with other well-adjusted human beings that want to cooperate with you. So a game can like- have amazing dialogue. Let's say Borderlands 3 I hear didn't do it as good as Borderlands 2. So Borderlands 2 is an amazing radio show, right? It's funny. But it's yeah. always more fun to laugh with someone else. So, but I don't know if I had less like it's fun still playing Borderlands 2 by myself. Less, less, wait. See, this is the crux. <laughs> you, you don't know if you had less fun by yourself? Yeah. Borderlands so, you, and, but, so inversely, alone. you're not sure if you had more fun with other people. So you can't say that you had that, you had a better experience with your friends in Borderlands than by yourself. I'm saying that playing by myself wasn't, wasn't bad enough that I didn't do it. Okay. I mean, that's a little different of a conversation, right? Um, I feel like if you were wishing, yeah, if you were wishing you were friends with you the whole time, then there was something lacking. I think Borderlands 2 is pretty special in that way. There's always a lot to do. The the pace is pretty good. There's always audio. So you're always, like, engaged on Borderlands 3 did not do that. Like, Mm -hmm. I played that. I played the first three hours, four hours of that game by myself, and I was Mm -hmm. like, this is boring. Yeah. Lame. Uh, I didn't want to play. I didn't want to play XCOM with other people. Tactical games feel pretty uh, uh, exclusionary. Whatever, solo feel feel good solo. Um, Battle so you tech. didn't didn't want to play it with other people. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, it would be fun in a versus situation. Like I want to play you against you in BattleTech, or even maybe with you. But like the story, I feel like I'm fine by myself. Um, I feel like my question was bad. I feel like my topic was bad. Um, no, I wouldn't say it's bad. I think the the understanding like it's super speci- it's super specific. The understanding behind the question is where it gets a little more. All right. Well, let's get into the. You say do games build around multiplayer too much? Uh, do games kinda... are, are games too dependent? Are build too much? Like, but Black Ops Four. Yeah. Do games require you to make friends too much? Like Sea of Thieves, when I first started playing Sea of Thieves, I got a lot of friends, like 7, 8, 9, 10 people added to my friends list. It's been a minute since I've played a game that's made me do that. I uh, used to do that too. Like I would yeah. play Halo and play yeah. with a bunch. Remember MacTabulous and like that whole group of people? Yeah. We'd play Halo for Well, all the people we know now is from with. games in, in the past, right? Right. You know, Battlefield mostly. The last time I added a new friend was, other than like two weeks ago, was like eight <laughs> months ago. You yeah, know what I'm saying? sure. Like, but when 360 was around and Modern Warfare or the original Modern Warfare was out, I was adding people like every other like every other day, just because like it was a game, it was the hot game that everybody was playing and party and chat. You want, wasn't and you wanted to keep really playing used. with these people. Well, party chat wasn't used as much. I mean, it was there, yeah. but you could only. I think then you could only had like five people, six people. So if you wanted to play like Halo, you had to go to game chat. Like big team yeah. battle, you had to go to you had to go to game chat. Ah, so I miss big team battle so bad. So I I mean I think I think it's changed so much that you can have like twelve people in a party now, so you can just have all of your friends in one place instead of going into game chat and finding yeah. new friends. Uh, so what happened? Why are you adding less people now? What happened? I'm in a party chat the whole time. So it's the advent of the party chat that made us stop interacting with other people. Yep. It's starting to feel like there is a chain reaction thing going on. We added Moncho and Caesar into uh, our friends list because we got in a squad with them in Bad Company too. 
We don't do that anymore. Now, if it's if we're not in a party with them, we're flying solo, or we're against them. See now, like, I also don't feel like I'm going out and looking for friends. And back in the 360, no. when I was getting started, I was. Yeah, but like see, nobody. See, for so me, I nobody, need to get tired of my friends again. So I need to find new ones. Well, like, or you need to play a game they're not playing. So you have to go out and find people that are playing it. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, right? I'll yeah. use I'll use Apex as an example. If I play with somebody, like if I jump in solo and I find a random that's really freaking good, and we just want a game. I add them, or I don't add them. Then I invite them to my party right. on Apex, and we play yeah. more. Right. And for then sure. we end up playing like three or four more games, and then I add them and then I get off. But it's just like there's not there's not that whole lot of games because if you play Call of Duty and you find a guy that does goes thirty and one in a it game, might not, you're, might not you're, be there the next round. Yeah, well, you're you're yeah. not going to invite them because there's also eight other people on your team. Having a smaller team makes it a lot easier to do that, because you're like, oh, okay, well, there was only three of us, and we you know, know how I think we it all is play. We can just jump. We can you know invite these people back in to play again. I think it yeah. has something to do with chat, though. I think, uh, for whatever reason, my memory is going back far enough to say that it's because you talk to these people, you find out they're like socially normal. And easy to talk to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not a wackadoo, they're not an asshole. So you know they're not inflammatory, they're not toxic. You're like, okay, this is I can I can groove with this person. Yeah, like, one of those guys with the stereo blaring in the background. Right. There's so many other <laughs> oh my god! I had such a mic. I had <laughs> such a visceral internal reaction when you said that. Right. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> but like uh, Gypsy and his clan on Sea of Thieves are so freaking cool. Uh, all sales west, or all points west, or whatever, and all the people I've played with for. Over a year now, like, you know, and they all listen to either this show or the shit show, and they all buy my books and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, they've, like, fully integrated with our lives. So, like, you know, and then not to mention the boys from Chicago and Eric and all that stuff. Like, we're all planning to hang out with these people. So, you know, like, and that requires you to talk to them. And I think if you're in a party chat, you're never going to get that experience. So, I think if you really... uh want a multiplayer experience but you're unwilling to just join a random ass squad to do it like is there any matchmaking in, in Ghost Recon oh yeah there's a full multiplayer but for PvE guys I'm also realizing I have been I've never used LFG in my life um I have a couple and I times. could use I could use LFG yeah. to find people to play a story with yeah so yeah. we're we're just getting old and, and, and grumpy and <laughs> solitary <laughs> oh no like, we just don't want to or I just enjoy gonna... playing with my friends that I don't want to give a shit about anybody else. Right, but yeah, if they're not no, available, if they're not on, you would rather just go do something else I rather than meet new line. people. Right. I guess I'll go read a book or something. I mean, stupid. I guess I'll go, like, <laughs> be alive right now or something. <laughs> yeah, <just be> <laughs> do something besides video games. I guess I'll just go be Wait, a So is that crazy, right? Like, you would rather not do the thing you sat down to do because Alone. because then, your friends aren't yeah. on, yeah. Then then possibly go meet somebody who loves this thing just as much as you do. Yep. That clearly your friends don't. We're socially awkward even <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fucking me up right now because right? this was all about this. Like my the, me posing this this question was all about like games fucking 
aren't need to be more fun alone when my friends can't be there. And the reality is like, no, Caleb. No, you need to be more fun. Make new you friends, need to be an asshole. Adult and fucking move on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Stop. Stop requiring the game to do something it wasn't designed to do. Uh, I although I will say in in uh, Breakpoint that if they had like. Uh, Tom Bissell or like somebody writing this the dialogue the script or somebody like a world class writer uh, even if it's you know some military fiction writer or something like that or some guy some veteran who writes books come in and write all the dialogue so when you're walking around your teammates are all telling stories and it's not about wasn't there some sort of period joke in Wildlands that everybody took and ran with right like some, oh no it was a it was a uh, cutscene with a with a rape joke in it. Oh. Right. Yeah. That's a little worse than a period yeah, bad. joke. That, that is but, like, Breakpoint is written by ex-Spec Ops guys that have written books. And the cutscenes are fantastic. But there's no dialogue in between those. But the, for, but all the cutscenes in the opening like, hour, oh. that dialogue was so bad. Oh, the enemy dialogue? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, bark, the barking's not great. The barking's not great. Yeah. But the cutscene dialogue is awesome. It feels like they were done by separate teams. Like someone had to do barks and someone had to do cutscenes, and the barks were like guys that watch Steven Seagal movies, and 20, the guys that did the cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you said, is this why people fear single players going away? Do people fear single players going away still? Because I, I don't get, think they do anymore. Most indie games are single player, and indie games are fucking kicking ass right now. That's not even it. It's that like God of War. Spider Man and Horizon Zero Dawn and Last Legend of, of Zelda and Super Mario Odyssey. Last of are Us. five like game of the year quality games that came out in the last two years. Yeah, the, the Red Dead Two. Yeah, yep. the Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. Yep. Last of Us. Everyone was like single player is dying, and then single player showed up big, Fucking exploded. It, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I was in my feelings today, guys. Apparently. I don't play games with my friends as much as I want to. I mean, that's probably so I was my like, bad. These games should be more fun, so I don't need them anymore. I have eight more comic books to or comic book pages to draw, and I can actually have a normal life again and get online and play video games at night. I'm very, very excited. And I'll just about this. keep getting online and not playing with you guys because you're not around. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm playing Sea of Thieves or Warframe. I'll, I'll reiterate. I'm more excited. I've been having a good time playing Sea of yeah, Thieves. Yeah, it's been great. I can't wait I just to do need it again. To be we got to play those story missions that you guys unleashed. have never played. You just gotta let me. Yeah, kill Ryan's people. like, I just want to be an asshole. Though. I, you just gotta let me kill people. You gotta stop restricting me, man. You gotta take these. Uh, there's literally a, a moment in the last Sea of Thieves gameplay where Ben goes, "Ryan, you can kill whoever you want <laughs> without any regard for rules, except for right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I need you to be a nice, good person." <laughs> and Ryan's like, "Okay, fine." Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I really want to play the uh, the story missions with you guys a lot, like a whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should make time for that. Um, uh, why did, did I bring that up? Though? Um, huh? Well, I forgot why I brought that up. Oh yeah, because my life's about to change for the better. So yeah, pretty nice. Comic books take over. I guess any passion project, right? Like if you are rebuilding a car in your garage or uh, house training a puppy or like I don't know, like building a Raising a kid, building a quilt for your grandma or something—I don't know. Like I don't building know. a quilt. Well, there's different ways to build. You know, there's different ways to assemble a quilt. I guess I don't know. Any hobby that that you put above every other hobby, something you want to finish within a particular time. Any hobby you must go to a lobby to finish. 
Yuck. That was bad, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I hate myself a little bit every day. I do want games like Destiny and Warframe to be even more social. It's really strange that there's no reason to interact with people in those social spaces other than doing emotes and dancing. That's very weird to me. It's very strange you can't go and sit in all of the chairs that have that all these poor modelers had to model. You can't sit in them and yeah, interact a- in some way. And even in yeah. Warframe, spoiler alert, you're not just a giant metal suit walking around. You're a child. Wait, what? So, like... you're a child so like why aren't there childlike things to do why can't you like I don't know like why can't you Ben's like I want to spell spaghetti with blocks okay (laughs) not that young of a child but like I don't know I don't know and or Destiny like spell things with my (laughs) spaghettios you can take your helmet off in Destiny but why (laughs) right Yeah. yeah that's a good point why do you take your helmet off you don't talk you know, you don't interact with people other than so they throwing. should add a kissing em- thing. So I can take my helmet off, and if you do the kissing emote with your helmets on, it's like clunk clunk. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, I just, I, I, I don't know. I want to call it arms. I want more social places and social games. I, I'm sure there are are successful models out there. I'm sure Final Fantasy probably has something. I'm sure Warcraft has tackled this a long time ago. Uh, you Anthem know. had something pretty great. Did it? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't keep a straight face. Okay. There's not even a game anymore. Ryan it? was like, really? <laughs> oh, I saw a, a hardtimes.net post that Luke shared with me today, I think, that was like, Anthem does special spooky Halloween event for player still playing. <laughs> <laughs> like the one guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, look, at when you catch a fish in Sea of Thieves, you show the people your fish, right? Yeah. That's kind of neat. So I like, caught a trophy fish, and then it... It was massive. It was huge, and then I, I disconnected or something, and it's gone. Yeah, but uh, so I just think like if you had to sit down at a bar and you got a drink and you could talk about the drink, or you ordered food, like look at the food in Monster Hunter. How gorgeous is the food in Monster Hunter? Like it I'm makes so me, hungry. Stop it, it makes me hungry watching that food in Monster Hunter. It's so beautiful, but you can't do it with other people. You can't. You can sit in Monster Hunter though. That's pretty cool. You can't actually sit. Oh, I think. Boy. Yeah, boy. But like, see what I mean? Like, why why aren't they designing more things to Guys, do? Guys, there's a Twitter account dedicated to can I pet the dog in this game. Right. So why why is why you know why aren't there why more not, social things? Why not to make do everything interactive? Yeah. It's really strange. Like these games are based on interacting with other players, but only with a gun. It's really strange. Also, like other players, there's there has been like a thing for a minute about other people in games kind of being dicks. I think we're on the way out for that mostly. The people are like pretty cool in most places. Like the sheer number of people that have interacted with Nan while she's playing, and have interacted with me while I when I join stuff. Like just in the last couple of years, it's been pretty encouraging. Yeah, like there've been a few people that have been like, um, "Cool piece." Have have you guys ever watched some VR chat? No. You need to. It's very unique. It's a very He's saying very unique, and what he means is it's disturbing. It can be, but like, it's this very significant sliver of humankind and our relationship with technology. I swear to God, I'm not understating or overstating. It's it's people interacting with a new technology, completely unbridled, 
and all of their fucking weirdest inhibitions are coming out and they're interacting with each other. So I say I wish I could have people sitting at a bar in Sea of Thieves, but you'll really be those assholes jumping all over from table to table, like completely ruining the mood, right? Yeah. So whatever sort of seriousness you think you're going to have with this social experience, there's always going to be some moron shooting people in the head, even if there's no damage turned on. You know, like the like the lobby in P, uh, PUBG, right? Just people acting completely fucking batshit insane. Yeah, when they, and, when they had to take the guns out because it was fucking lagging shit out. <laughs> yeah. So now you, what, throw apples you or something? throw apples yeah. at each other, yeah. How do you like them apples? Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, how I yeah. laugh when I make my your, jokes. That's your Halloween laugh, I think. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Ugh, on that note. Yeah. Um, what have y'all been up to in terms of games this week? So we wrap up our show every week with bounties and bounties are what we've been reading watching playing listening to yeah that's those four things i've said it like there's going to be an and reading watching playing or listening to uh and why we think you should be interacting with those things as well so um well ben you started to describe a thing earlier so why don't you go first what uh what's been on your on your mind this week uh well um I played actually a good chunk of Sea of Thieves this week. They announced or they released the Halloween stuff. So uh, if anybody's been playing, if, when you die, you get a different colored lantern. So now if you collect all six colors, take it to a fort with a special skull, you unlock a special fort with special enemies, and you get a, a lot, a whole lot of loot. Um, yeah, and then people come and steal it from you. Yeah, but like unlike the other forts... If you are at a regular fort and you're fighting it, there's no indication on the rest of the map that this fort is active. If the fort's active, there's a skull. If there's somebody at that fort, the skull does not change. So you don't know if somebody's at a fort or not unless you lay eyes on them. This fort, the eyes glow red. So the whole map knows that the biggest pile of loot in the game is is actively being pursued. So everybody shows up and either antagonizes or supports. So that's pretty interesting. So we failed miserably the first time. We didn't even get there. Uh, second time, uh, we got it with much tribulation, and the last time I met up with a bunch of strangers and did it. It's a pretty good time. It's interesting. It's it's a challenge. It's very difficult, uh, and uh, it's really spooky and cool. Spooky. And then uh, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, the first night was. The I night. don't feel compelled to do it again. I, I've no. done it three times, and I'm I'm fine. And there's elements of the game you guys haven't even played yet, so we need to do that. Uh, and then uh, battles tech was on sale so me and Caleb downloaded that so I've been I've been playing Battletech or MechWarrior my entire life so I'm very very excited to get into this uh, it's a little old school in it's uh, click for story delivery method um, there are some cutscenes there are uh, 3D models that don't have voices or, or, or emote it's just a 3D model with dialogue over it, and you have to click through it. It's strange. It's almost like they have a, as a smaller. T- it felt. It feels like one of those really huge D and D games that they just didn't want to record every every voice for. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So and just, from you, what I've heard, it's like a 60 hour game with branching paths. It's and yeah. They and just didn't have the budget. To sure. And every character you make, I'm sure, has an as an effect. Like you can be inner rim, outer reach. 
different oh, I love different the names royalties like the and families. Outer and, Rim, Periphery, and yeah, all those. it's Ugh. it's Game of Thrones deep with all its lore. And I think because it's BattleTech, that lore is legit and has been there for decades, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the gameplay is not as fast and smooth as XCOM. There's not a lot of go go go. It's a lot of sit around and and wait for things to happen, which is not really what I wanted. Uh, down, the, I don't see a lot of automatic sort of XCOM style behavior down the skill trees so it doesn't look like it's going to get much much different but I do know the the mechs are going to get more advanced you know we're all fighting like a rag we're a ragtag team of mercenaries right now so I know once we get to like the 100 ton atlas and stuff like that it's going to get a lot more interesting but yeah um, sure but there's you know those line of sight and speed and heat and cooldown and stress all that stuff yeah yeah and uh, how how tipsy your mech is like you can knock them over and stuff depending on oh stability is the word so it's interesting i'll definitely <laughs> tipsy yeah My mech's drunk everybody in the region is getting tipsy uh so like it's it's interesting i'll keep playing it it's not as high polished as i was led to believe because everybody was talking about it for years i think it came out in 2016 and it was all the rage and it's not it's not gorgeous it's not beautiful it's not amazing but i will keep playing it did you guys ever play Hellhounds? Battletech came out last year, dude. Nuh-uh. Yeah. No, no way. Yeah. Fuck, that's not the game I'm thinking of. April 24th, 2018. Interesting. I guess I was on my old city monitor, so the 8 looked like a 6. <sighs> you know, it doesn't look like a 2018 game. It's really strange. It doesn't... It's not... It's not blowing me away. And I've got it on max. So, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah, does not look. I mean, like XCOM it. doesn't look like a. But right? okay, like, so there's a difference between. I don't know if I played a turn-based strategy game that's like beautiful. Uh, good point. I don't think that's the what you're going for. Yeah. So in this in this game, can you like put different weapons on your? Oh yes, yeah. it's all okay. fully customizable. Yeah, yeah you can. They, they all have like hard points and shit, so you can fully like up optimize. A single mech for like long range missiles. Yeah, have you have you to install heat sinks, and, and you have to put ammo in places that won't overheat, so it doesn't explode when you heat up. Stuff like that. It's Did you ever cool. play Chrome Hounds on 360? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that game is crazy. It's basically that then. But, yeah, but yeah, just playing as turn based. Turn based, yeah, 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 but yeah, like chess. There is a, like a chess. There is a real time mech warrior game. It's a simulator. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. People get really into it with uh, throttles and joysticks and like stuff. snipers with howitzers and shit like that on yeah. rounds. Playing online battles and shit. Yeah. 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 I imagine it, uh, it'll get more fun when I have a bigger arsenal to play with. But oh, I've heard stories about that game that like I can't wait to see something like it, where like you're fighting and an enemy realizes that it's doomed and can't win, and rather than like trying to get away. The, the AI decides, like, well, at least I can take a couple of you with me, and, like, goes and murders a couple of... Like, attacks the cockpit, not yeah, the mech, right. to kill the pilot. Yeah. Not just, like, blow up your mech. Like, nope, I'm gonna fuck this guy up and this guy up. Man, there was a old mech warrior cartoon back in the day. That can't uh, be good. It was good? No. It was okay. <laughs> and uh, they had, um... Oof, oof. Uh, they had, um... Did I guys ever tell you the story of the bar I went to? The Mech Warrior bar? Nope. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, did we talk... No? It was in Walnut Creek in California, in the Bay Area. Um, 
people will debate if that's a barrier or not. It's suburbs, but um, and I was pretty young, you know, mid-teens, and I walked by, and there's nothing but guys in there. And Mom's like, "Yeah, we're not going in there." So because we, we didn't know what it was, it was just a bar full of like nothing but guys. So she's like, "Yeah, we're not going in there." So we figure out later it's a fucking Mech Warrior bar, and there's like lasers and and giant full-size robot arms like hanging from the ceiling and stuff like that. Like it was all done up on the inside. Yeah, like a Disney resort or a Disney uh, attraction. So it's 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 like playing laser tag. So you get in, you sign up, and you get in with a squad, and you go through training with a video training, saying like, "We need to get you in the cockpit now." With some like B list actors, <laughs> and then you actually go sit in a cockpit, and you shut the cockpit over you. It's got like on a on a rail, you shut like the canopy, and you've got a, a screen with two full bays of switches, a throttle, a joystick, and you can communicate with people in your in your team. So it was like an online multiplayer uh, uh, test, like a video game. And uh, it was all interactive and awesome. So it was just like playing laser tag where you come out and see your scores and all that stuff. But yeah, it was fucking MechWarrior. So yeah, I've yeah, been, playing, been playing MechWarrior my whole life. And uh, here's a screenshot. This is what it looked like. <laughs> Yikes. Exactly. Oh, wait. Oh, I can't see it. You shared it to the chat. That's fine. Um, anything else other than games? Anything you're watching or listening yeah, we, to or we start, reading? Yeah, we, uh, we finished uh, Fleabag. That's freaking incredible. Um, very, very amazing TV show, and we're working our way through The Expanse right now. The Expanse is very good. Very high-concept sci-fi. Very, How very far good. are you into it? Uh, like We're going slow. It's like We're on like episode six of the first season, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. First season's great. There are moments in that show when I was watching it when I was like, wait, this was on sci-fi? Oh, yeah. Because, like, sci-fi was known for kind of gimmicky, goofy shows for a long time. Yeah. And uh, then the did show you see was that? like... Did you see the part where they were all... When, they, they, when they're on the Mars ship getting attacked? Uh, when they're in the brig? Yeah. And the guy's like, calm down, eat this bar, and tosses it. Yeah. And then it goes silent, and the bar goes backwards? Yeah. Ugh, yes. Yeah. Because uh, they're shooting, uh, like, rail guns... And like it went through the entire ship. It went through the entire ship and punched a hole right where this guy's head was. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Pretty great. I remember I rewound that scene. I was like, "What?" And all the blood and like, was like getting sucked into space through the yeah, hole. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Thomas Jane's killing it. He like uh, in this episode, he's really coming across as a little weird, introverted kind of nerdy guy. Like he's just mm-hmm. talks. He's all like quiet and calm and to himself and kind of uh, he's kind of mousy. So yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's a really interesting character. I like him a lot. I've never really watched anything where Thomas Jane could really do any sort of significant acting, but I, I dig him in this role a lot. Yeah. Yes. Coolest beans, um, Ryan. What's your bounties for the week, homie? Uh, let's see. I've been playing uh, some Call of Duty Four, uh, Black Ops Four, with a buddy of mine for the past few weeks on our couch co-op. And then we've just been playing in our downtime. So I'm actually not too upset about how that game plays. Um, I was only playing uh, Blackout, which is the Battle Royale of it. But I've been playing the multiplayer and stuff. And the the hardcore mode's pretty good. Um, So we've been doing that. And then I played World War Z today for the first time since that's on Game Pass now. It's really good. And we played the the co-op campaign. So there's four different missions, and they each all ha- like they each have three scenes that you go through. Um, so it took us 
uh, like four hours to get through the first one. If not, it, it might it would have took a little bit lo- uh, less time, but we were trying to get new people into the game. Um, yeah. But you you have to like get to certain spo- uh, spots where you have like choke points, and you have to set up certain defenses, and you have to be able to get into certain doors to get more defenses to to fight off the next like horde that's coming in. Um, but <laughs> it, like it allows you, it gives you like two minutes before the horde shows up, and then you have to find all the defenses you can within those two min- two minutes, and then you fight it off. But there's a storyline be- between each one of them. Um, Hmm. So we only played the first one, uh, and there's three more that you can do. But then they also have like a Left for Dead style multiplayer, where people can play as the zombies and oh, as wow. the the other guy, as like the mercenaries. So um, I haven't played that yet. I really want to. So we'll have to see. Um, I might end up playing that sometime this week or weekend or whatever. Um, hmm. But yeah, it's it was a pretty good, pretty fun game. You level up guns. Um, you get coins for like getting certain XP on your guns by using them more, and then you can up buy an upgraded version. So the next time you get that gun, it's the fully souped up one that you paid for, yeah. Instead of uh, like yeah. the basic, um, you can do it all silent, or at least not not all of it. But for the most part, you can get through some areas if you have a silenced weapon. You can get through most of those without having to fight like a huge amount of zombies and alerting them. Um, sure, but yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, what I've been watching, uh, I've been watching more of Sons of Anarchy. I'm in like the second to last season. Okay, and that shit gets it's, wild. It's getting to the point of I don't want to start another episode just for the fact that like certain people, like stuff is starting to go bad like it's starting to go bad and like it's just idiotic what's happening like yeah certain people are telling other certain people things that are happening that those people don't need to know what's going on and then that person makes it worse for the person that told them and like it just fucking spirals down like out of control like yeah um like the mom of the main character she's the worst fucking person in the world yep She's definitely the villain of the show, and he keeps t- like, and and he keeps telling his mom this shit. It's like, why? Like, your wife almost died because you told her this this episode. And <laughs> your best friend died because you told her this. Like, dude, what the fuck? Just either kill her or don't tell her anything. <laughs> yeah, an idiot. So yeah, it's just I don't, I don't understand what like the, like I I mean I guess I get I get the storyline. But man, it is so dumb, so dumb. Yeah, but yep. it's still it's, it's such <laughs> a good show. I hate when shows are written like, like that. Like, it is it's a great a show. show, though. So apparently, that shows Macbeth. It's basically Macbeth, mm. not Macbeth, Hamlet. Hamlet, yeah. Yes. So. Lion King is also Hamlet. Lion King is also Kimber the White Lion. So Kimber the White Lion's Hamlet. Yeah. All right, Caleb, what about yourself? Um, I have been playing some Ghost Recon, because that is a lot of fun. I've also been playing a game called Disco Elysium, which okay. is a fucking bananas RPG on, on PC that, like, has something around 800 hours of gameplay in it, because the story can branch so widely and 
in wildly different directions. Hmm. It takes you about 25 to 30 hours, maybe 40 hours to complete. But, like, there's, like, 30 or 40 different traits that you can pick at a point that let you that lead you down different paths. Wow, it looks wild. Um, and the art style is super dope. Yeah. I've only played it for, like, an hour, but I it's super unique. It feels like I'm playing a Neil Gaiman book. Yeah, that's cool. That's probably the best compliment I could give it. Um, uh, that uh, Ghost Recon... Uh, I haven't really been playing much else. It's been a busy week. I've had, I've had a lot of, like... Oh, so, like, I the the rest of the gameplay that we have so far of Procedural Generations is all, like, done, edited, mastered, uploaded, scheduled. Um, episodes 1 and 2 of Halo 3 were this week, Monday and today. And then episode 3 of Halo 3 is Friday. Um, so I, I did that this week um, and a lot of other work stuff. So my in-between times, when I have time to game, it's been Ghost Recon and Disco Elysium. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you reviewing this or no? No. Okay. No. Um, what's the uh, show I'm watching right now? Amanda and I f- fell off of Good Place, not because we didn't want didn't want to watch it, but just because like we haven't had much time to watch shows recently. Sure. Um, so yeah, when I'm doing work, I have the office on, so I haven't been watching anything really either. Um, music wise, though, I have been listening to music because that's what I do while I'm doing all this other work. Um, I know I mentioned a few weeks ago that Drew Lou had a new album out because mm-hmm. that came out. Um, there's another musician I listen to named Sasha Sloan, and she just had an album, she just put an album out called Self Portrait. It's kind of a mix of like pop and singer songwriter stuff. Super good. And Fantagram had a single come out like yesterday. Okay. And it is good. Cool. And Fantagram's been kind of quiet for a minute. Um, also, there's a band called Brother and Bones from London. They're incredible. They haven't made music in like four years, and they posted a video on their YouTube today. And when I got the notification, I was like, what? And they've got new music coming, and it's super exciting. What do they sound like? Um, they are like folk singer songwriter turned rock. So their older stuff is a little more slow and folky, and their new stuff is um, rock and roll. But the okay. singer's voice is super unique and super good. And not unique in the, like, Coed and Cambria, like, what did he just say? Unique. Like, unique in that it's, like, smoky and awesome. What's it called? All the time. Brother and Bones. Right. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, The first half, like I said, the first half of their discography, they only have, like, one full album and a bunch of singles. But the first half of their music that you can find on YouTube is super slow um, or folky acoustic stuff. And then it's... As they've gotten more popular, they've evolved into new stuff, and it's good. It's super good. Um, so we normally have a segment at the end of the show called Smurf Facts, but I think Smurf's been coaching like football or soccer, and he's been super busy the last few weeks because he hasn't been giving us one. I did take the liberty of finding one. I don't know which one to do. <laughs> uh, I'll do this one. Um because <laughs> I actually brought this up when I was over there. Um, while Scotland proudly boasts the Loch Ness Monster as one of the most famous fabled creatures, the country opted to make another mythical beast its national animal. Does anybody know what this is? Uh, the national animal of Scotland. The national animal, a- animal of Scotland is a mythical animal? 
Yes. Is it a griffin? It is not. Is it... Uh, boy, mythical animals. Unicorn. <laughs> the unicorn. Although this might seem like an odd choice. Is it a unicorn? Visit, Visit Scotland explains that unicorns played an integral role in the country's history. Back in the 12th century, William I used the proud beast in the Scottish royal coat of arms. Hmm. So Scotland's national animal is the unicorn. That's adorable. Yeah. And in other news, space smells like seared steak or hot metal. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, According to some former astronauts, space does have a distinct odor that hangs around when they come back in the ship after a spacewalk. They've described it as hot metal or searing steak. Wow. That's weird. <laughs> space smells. That's kind of blowing my mind you, a little bit. Imagine getting a hug from someone in a spacesuit, like, mm, you making steak? No, it's just in space. <laughs> wow. I wonder if any uh, fiction has covered that or mentioned it. You know? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Tech said it's a motherfucking unicorn. I'm sorry that I missed when you probably said that as I was asking. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if that's ever showed up in fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry that there's no Smurf fact jingle. I felt like it's only called for when we have an actual fact from Smurf. But we will make sure that he has the next week to get us this fact instead of us asking the day of. He should build us, he should build us a, a, a repository that we can pull. Yes, on. he should just find a... Yes, we should make a Smurf deposit. You can <laughs> you can search for Smurf facts on Twitter, by the way. I should have done that. Damn it. I should have read you a fact about the Smurfs. Yeah, and it, yeah but it is about the Smurfs, unfortunately. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, you know. Um, are we gonna are we gonna play anything after this, gents? What do you guys want to be? Know? See at these. I brought up I brought up Battlefield and said we should play as a squad. And Ryan was like, Ew. He doesn't, doesn't have. Oh well, we got Battlefield Four. Um, Battlefield Four sounds fun. That game's amazing. The last time we played, it was not fun. <laughs> Remember that shit? We were getting annihilated. It was not fun. I'll yeah, do. I mean, I mean, um, <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just made a bunch of noises. I could do Sea of Thieves. We could talk about it after the chat, after the podcast is over. All right, we'll talk about it after the podcast <laughs> is over. I thought it'd be quick. I thought it'd be like, let's do this. We will try so, to make a decision quickly so that you in the chat can hang out. Probably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so this f- Sunday, nope, Saturday, Saturday, Jesus. This Saturday is Twitch STL. If you are listening to this or watching this right now and you're in the St. Louis area, um, the Twitch St. Louis fall meetup is at Moonbase Market in Soulard um, on Saturday at 6 o'clock. It runs until it's over. I think it's probably going to be around midnight. Um, maybe a little earlier than that. Uh, you can RSVP. Uh, there's going to be a link in the show notes so that you can RSVP there. Um, and it doesn't cost anything to RSVP, so you should do it. If you're in town and you want to meet us, we'll have a table. If you want to see Ben do a panel about being a commission artist and working with people over the internet um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah 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 all mm-hmm. that cool stuff ryan will be there ben will be there i will be there we will be talking nerdy bits we will be talking to some of the people that are organizing it and some of the people that are a part of twitch st louis it'll be fun it'll be fun um if you want to listen to the show as those of you who already do know that posts on fridays as well as the video um the vod of the show gets posted on youtube on fridays 
Um, if you want to listen to any of the other shows, go to nerdybits.com slash listen and look at all of the stuff we have there. If you want to read any of the articles that we have written or any of the reviews or any of that stuff, nerdybits.com slash read. We put Ben's review of a game called Ninja Saviors yep. up last week. Yep. Um, that game was really fucking hard to find the title of. Because the key art they sent me when I asked for a refreshed link from WeTransfer said Ninja Warriors, Return of the Saviors. And the game's called Ninja Saviors, Return, Return of the, the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. And it was like, uh, yeah. fuck, which one is that's, it? So I had to like Google it. And Man, it, was a, yeah, it was a hodgepodge team of bandits that put that game together. So, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Did you see the review? The same people that made the game 24 years ago came back to do the remaster? Yeah. Insane. It's awesome. Yeah, how how many people get that opportunity? Um, if you want to watch anything that we put together, we've got our YouTube. Um, it's not nerdybits or youtube.com slash nerdybits yet. We need a few more people to give us a follow, so do that. Um, but if you search nerdybits TV on YouTube, you'll find us. Uh, and if you want to send in questions for next episode, do that. We have um, a, a contact page nerdybits.com slash. I think it's just contact. My brain forgot so. Sorry, go to nerdybits.com, explore the page, and read about us, and read the stuff that we wrote. It's dope. Um, if you want to follow NerdyBits on social media, it's underscore NerdyBits on Instagram and Nerdy underscore Bits on Twitter. We are, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why I was going to say what we are on Twitch. You're watching it on Twitch. But it's NerdyBits that. It's Nerdy Bits TV on Twitch. Um, if you want to follow me, sorry guys, my brain's kind of falling apart right now. If you want to follow me, anywhere it's important, it's at LubWub. That's Facebook. Nope. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. That's Xbox. That's PlayStation. Ben, where can people follow you? Holy shit. Everywhere at Sketch Sawyer. Yeah. So much easier than all the shit I had to say. Ryan, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Xbox, and Twitch at Sergeant Sodium. So, what do you play? Do you play? Do you only play uh, PC games through Microsoft? Through Xbox? No. Or do you play Steam too? I have Steam. Is your Steam not? No, Sergeant I Sodium? don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> mine's not definitely not. It, love, might, love it actually might be, but I don't remember. Yeah, I, my Steam I made so long ago that like it's but actually it might be stupid. My login's not, but it might actually be on Steam. as sketch. I also got my new business cards. Oh snap! Hold them up. Yeah, Get put it to your camera. Flip it over. Ooh, shit. Flip it over. That's dope. What's on the back? Nice. Nice. That's awesome, man. Good job. That's awesome. Three. And you spelled everything right? Oh, uh, it's blurry. Can you read it? Yeah, it's spelled right. <laughs> Sargant. Oh, it started to focus. <laughs> Sargant. Sir, sir, Sergiant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surgeon. Surgeon Sodium. That'd be really funny if it said that, actually. Um, yeah, so we're going to be doing something. For those of you watching live, we're going to be doing something on the stream in a minute. Um, we're going to take a break to rehydrate and dehydrate, if you know what I mean. And um, <laughs> I said that in my class, and they thought that was very funny. What? I said that in my class, and they thought it was very funny. That, see? I mean, I say these jokes around my friends, and none of them laugh. And I say them around strangers, and they laugh. Yeah. And that's... People always tell you if you can make your friends laugh, you sh- you're funny. But that's not true. Yeah. Your friends aren't going to laugh at the shit because they're tired of it. <laughs> and strangers are like, he's so witty. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So, you know. Don't rely on your don't, friends. That's don't that's Yeah, the don't moral, listen. Don't take your friends' episode. feedback. As fe- yeah, it just doesn't work. Don't rely on it your friends. It just doesn't work. 
Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Bounty Board. We will see you guys uh, next week. We will be live for a portion of Saturday as well. So tune into all that stuff. We'll tweet about it and keep track uh, of that while we do it. And uh, yeah, catch you on the flippity flip. <laughs> I started it and Ben laughed. That's mm-hmm. funny. Catch you guys on the flappy flippity flap. Bye-bye. Um, wait, what'd you say? Oh, you said bye-bye. Yes. This, this, we're done. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, adios, guys. We will be back in a little bit.